let's focus on repeat offenders. Today, the federal government unveiled a new bail reform bill that, if passed, would make it more difficult for violent repeat offenders to be immediately released after their arrest. Now, the bill is just seven pages long, and it comes after months of anger and frustration and uh, calls from taxpayers to update Canada's bail system. Now, there isn't a major city in BC that didn't want to see the federal government um, implement tougher laws with so many high-profile cases of violent crimes uh, committed by individuals who are out on bail. You only have to listen to CKNW on any given week, and you're hearing so many of those stories. Listen to Global BC or watch Global BC. uh, Same sort of thing. It's a constant issue in major cities across this country. Here is Justice Minister David Lametti from earlier today making the announcement. We responded to what the premiers asked for, which was reverse onus in Section 95 and increased investments in things like guns and gangs. And we went further by adding another reverse onus. We've added a community consideration. And in there, we have also directed judges or justices of the peace to look at an offender's violent record. As a matter of course. So even though it's not in the reverse onus provision, it is in the general directives that we've added to this piece of legislation. That was Federal Justice Minister David Lametti when he made the announcement. Premier David Eby. Eby was making a housing announcement in the Tri-Cities today. He was asked about this issue. Take a listen. I haven't had the opportunity myself to study the uh, proposal in detail, but I'm advised by staff that it addresses many of the concerns that has been raised, have been raised by British Columbia and by other premiers across Canada. And at this point, uh, our message to the federal government, uh, to all parties and to the Senate, uh, is that it is imperative uh, that this pass in this legislative session. Uh, It is critical to public confidence in our justice system. It is critical to safety in our communities. And we're calling on all parties and and the Senate to work together to get this legislation passed as quickly as possible. That was Premier David Eby speaking a couple of hours ago. Joining me now to talk about this new targeted bail reform is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Richard, thank you for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me. Uh, I was really, um, uh, not taken aback, but listening to Premier David Eby, you really got the sense of the urgency that is uh, needed here to deal with this issue. Yeah, that was the one thing that I had heard as well coming out of this uh, legislation was that the provincial government is happy, but they want this to be done as quickly as possible. These changes are needed now. And it's important to explain what reverse onus means. In essence, what will happen is for these repeat, chronic, dangerous offenders, they will need to argue for why they should receive bail uh, rather than the Crown making the argument for why uh, the defence should you know, remain behind bars. So it changes uh, the argument. The other part that's important here, and you heard Justice uh, um, Minister Lametti say this, was that uh, uh, there's a directive in place to look at someone's uh, criminal record before making that decision. We've seen the data here in BC, and based on the directives here, there are still a lot of repeat chronic offenders being released uh, on bail. Uh, and this review by judges should have an impact on that as well. So uh, there are substantial things here that could, uh, if put in place quickly, could make a difference in terms of what we are seeing, especially when it comes. And, and, you know, you've covered it well, Jazz. The cases of the same person being arrested hundreds of times over a few-year period, uh, this change could address uh, those worries that we've seen. I mean, ultimately, uh, as you and I talk and, and, and you know, our call, our listeners have called in on this issue, we're probably talking about 
50 people in this province, yeah. maybe 100, yeah. uh, but they the are most. chronic repeat offenders. Yeah, and this, this likely will only make a difference in a handful of cases, and, but it's, it's keeping those individuals. And, and I don't think anyone is saying that we don't need the right, rights of our laws, the charter, all of this, that people you know, have the right to be heard by the judge, they have a right to have a lawyer represent them, all of these things. But right now, based on the types of offenses that are being committed, there are instances where people commit the offense, uh, then are arrested, appear before a judge, are released on conditions for their next appearance, and while they are out, they recommit crimes, be it uh, violent crimes, be it property crimes, and considering the cycle that we're seeing and the sense that people are getting of a lack of safety, this is clearly an issue you know, that needed to be addressed. And, and this legislation is part of addressing that. Uh, Conservative leader Pierre Polyev uh, said he would have gone a step further. Uh, essentially, um, if he was prime minister, he would waive uh, the offender's rights to a bail hearing in the first place, as he says, jail, not bail. Uh, he loves it when he has a policy that rhymes sometimes, I think. But <laughs> it's a complex complex issue, and I always get a bit concerned when elected officials start rhyming their policy statements. But his core issue does address the frustration the public do have, and that this need these folks need to be put away for a longer period of time. Is there any concern that, that you know this would be challenged in court and, and could be appealed, and eventually the, the, the legislation is struck down because it's viewed as not protecting the rights of these people? If they were to move forward with the suggestions from the conservative leader, they would, of course, be struck down by the courts. Um, There is a balance here that the court system and, by extension, politicians are trying to strike, that, you know, nobody wants to see these instances where people are committing crimes and then being released to then commit more crimes. There are larger systemic issues here as well, mental health primarily among them. And the province has tried to address that. And BC United has been rightly critical. The province has not done enough to bolster treatment beds because that's a huge part of the battle as well, is often uh, there are mental health issues connected with these repeat offences. And uh, that is why they are occurring at such a high frequency. So, you know, we're going to have this debate. This is, a, you know, more crimes that are committed... Uh, sadly helps Pierre Polyever in his quest to become the next prime minister of this country. And so uh, we have not heard the last from him on this issue. As, as crime will continue to be a problem in our communities, we'll just see how much a difference this legislation makes. Well, the, the concern is real. Uh, uh, my final question to you, we only have about a, you know, 40 seconds left here, but uh, Mr. Eby and his party have to be concerned between this issue, uh, the issue of decriminalization. 30 municipalities, I think, in B.C. now have some sort of uh, motion before council or have passed motions that says basically that there should be no, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, use of drugs uh, uh, in the outdoors, especially in parks and other public spaces. We've had uh, councillors on on this show as well on this issue. This has got to be a, a huge concern, one would argue, and probably one of the key weaknesses or challenges that the NDP government here provincially have. Yeah, people need to see a difference. They need to feel a difference. They need to know that people are being held behind bars, and they want to see that. And so I believe the province will eventually pass a province-wide ban on the use of hard drugs in parks. Uh, I asked him about that today. He said the municipalities want to see collaboration here. So expect to see that at some point soon. Richard, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, Josh. Thanks for having me.